Live like 95. Let's get this thing going one way or another. Yes. This is the Law Nation Sports Report. As we get this thing going one way or another, I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Those especially if you're part of the notification game. Swadron up, swad up, be up, be there, be swear. <laughs> be there or be swear, right? What's up, man? Good morning to you guys. I hope you got your cup of coffee. Uh, I would like to say this right here before we get this day started. Um, uh, President Trump granted all federal employees today off uh, due to the death of uh, George Bush Sr. And so that's why we are here uh, early this morning. I would just like to give a moment of silence for the uh, George Bush Sr. Now we, now we can begin with the show. Appreciate it. Thank everybody for tuning in to this thing. It is what it is. Uh, as we begin to go through this week, we're in the middle of the week, what we call mostly hump day. And, and with hump day, um, we have to look at everything from a, a perspective of where we're where we going to be with focus wise. And, and where we can be down the line as it relates to the Dallas Cowboys and what we can do to improve our said team, and especially when we played against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, somehow, one way or another, uh, we, we, have to be, we got to get this win. This, to me personally, although we can lose the game and win out or what have you, but to me, in order to have like the, let's say this, in order to have a... A dominant team we gotta win <laughs> as long as at after 60 minutes we will have only one point ahead of them i'll take that you know a lot of people kind of mad at, at, at the uh, saints game because of the style points weren't out there but that's that's cool at the end of the day a win is a win is a win so gang up appreciate you everybody man hope thank you for tuning in let me give a shout out to the first person lionel Remedies, I think that's how you say his name. I'm murdering your name. Townsend, second place, man. Close but no cigar. Patrick Taylor, what's up, man? Third place, man. Shout out to you, man. Let's get this show on the road, man. I really appreciate you. I have yet to hear or see this particular video, so I'm, I'm verging to the eyes and ears of this as well. So uh, we're going to do a quick Q&A, and then we're going to see what they're talking about talking about with uh, Chris Carter agreeing with Jerry Jones the Cowboys are change team you messing with First the change team I used to be nice with these hands <laughs> yes I was in the that? produce section yesterday <laughs> dropping stuff dropping stuff Steak Mark Schlereth joins the show uh, Mark great to have you appreciate everybody for tuning in uh, man hey man you like pot roast you like pot roast oh I love pot roast that's great that's great as long as we're not talking about yes let's go Cowboy Don't Nation now but the uh, Dallas Cowboys team many thought was going to be on the outside looking in a few weeks ago now sits atop their division the NFC East is theirs to win as Washington keeps losing quarterbacks and the Eagles stretch out their Super Bowl hangover to an entire season, apparently. Dallas has won their last four games, including a big win over the Saints on Thursday Night Football. Jerry Jones was asked if that Jerry win changes Jones. the way he Jerry looks at this team. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Yes. And uh, the main reason is not that all of a sudden you're aware of these players' abilities. It is that the, the players themselves will be different once they have tasted and have they just make themselves aware that this uh, extraordinary level of play or expectations of play can be obtained and uh, that happens that's real now before they get their opinions into the mix yes 
That's what I've been saying all this time. When you win a close game, sometimes a close game is better than a, sh- than a blowout, basically. And what this does is that everybody's now looking at each other, saying that, okay, I know how it feels to be in the foxhole with this particular person. Or I know how it feels to be fighting, swinging, and I don't have nothing left in me. But then all of a sudden, I have my contemporaries on my shoulder saying, okay, you can do this. You can punch him out. You can win this battle. And then for that to ultimately happen, change. Like Sam Cooke said, a long time coming, but I know change is coming. Yeah, so it, that's what it is. We're we're changing up, and I hopefully it can translate on this field Sunday. And that's what we all waiting for, Cowboy Nation. We're waiting for that little spark. We're waiting for that little change. I think you, Vine, you agree with Jerry Jones? This is a different Cowboys team since they beat the Saints on Thursday night? Well, I think it's been a different team for a couple of weeks. Um, I, I think there's a couple of different things that you look at. I, I think... <laughs> man, hold on. Look at this brother Todd. What is that? Oh, say can you see? Uh, okay, got a little. Okay, I'm gonna let him make it. I'm gonna let him make it with the plaid jacket, with the with the uh, with the tie. We're gonna let him make it. All right. Benching Connor Williams. Like or Connor Williams flakes. getting hurt, and Suafilo coming in and playing. You keyed on that immediately when it happened. It, he it changed the tenor. Of their offensive line. That's their left. They, they had a rookie left guard in Le- there. The they, rookie left guard who really struggled. Now, their their offensive line hasn't been what it was, <laughs> but it changed the attitude. It changed the tenor of what they did offensively. And obviously, um, you know, you have to recognize if you're a football team, what we're good at, what we can do. But that changed just the dynamic of who they are and the way they ran the ball. And I think it was a huge, I mean, a gigantic move by them. And then you look at what they're doing on defense. You look at Van Der Esch, You look at Smith, the way those guys are playing right now. That front seven is, th- nobody wants to face that front seven. They are nasty. And if they get you in a position where even if you, you're only down by seven, it feels like you got to throw it to get back in the game because they have played with such ferocity. So they, when they get in you in that position, they can get to your quarterback and they can do it consistently. They don't have to blitz. They can blitz, but they don't have to. Right. But that's really that's what I like. They're playing with an aggressive style and an attitude that they didn't play with early in the season. I, I said before the Saints game that if they won that game, I would start looking at them differently. And I knew they were on a good run leading right. up to it. But that was, to me, I know they were only seven-point underdogs. and they <laughs> <laughs> This brother got stripes and a, and, and a plaid and a polka dot. Don't do that to yourself, baby. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> you on national TV, bro. <laughs> at home. But I, that was a game I didn't think they necessarily would Don't get do it out. in the chat box. But I said I would be shocked if they found a way to win it. Sure. And not only did they find a way to win it, it wasn't because uh, they got a punt return touchdown and they had a defensive score. No, they won it on their terms. Mm. We're, we're going to hold the total points in this game under 24. I was saying you can't it. hold the Saints individually under 27. Mm. They had only been held under 30 twice all year. Like, to me, what the Cowboys did Thursday night, what their defense did, was the single most impressive defensive performance any team league-wide has had all year long to dominate the Saints offense like that. So I have to take them more seriously. I have to now look at them as a team that, okay, so they're going to have a home playoff game, probably be a favorite in that game, and then they will go on the road either to New Orleans or to the Rams. Prior to the Saints game, I would have said their absolute ceiling is being one home playoff win if they're lucky and then 
dominated in the second round against a rested, excellent team. Mm. Now you have to look at them as a team that at least has a shot at pulling off that upset with the exact blueprint we saw Thursday night. I mean, it's no different than we're looking at other teams. It just happens that we're talking about Dallas. Any team that's able to generate momentum, create turnovers, win big games, come up big in big spots, do things that you haven't seen them. So you have to take all those teams serious. Mm -hmm. If the team starts to be different than they were in November, in October, <laughs> of course, those are teams. Dallas. <laughs> Hold on, man. Omar said uh, the jacket looked like a couch cover. <laughs> Killing them, boy. Hey, it is what it is. But Chris, Chris, uh, I about to say Chris was sharp, but Chris Carter sharp though. He sharp. Just happens to be one of the teams. You talked about it. That aggressive style that they have started to <coughs> mount the last four weeks or so. You can start to see it. There's two things that I'm concerned about with the Dallas Cowboys. What the two things one, are? They played a great game last mm -hmm. Thursday. Two, uh, and neither one of you guys necessarily picked up on it. It's hard to play at that energy level. Right. They brought some energy. Look they at the did. amount of celebrations, how many times the team came together. Those are the little intangibles I watch when I yeah. watch a game. So yeah. not only were they excellent, is Jalen Smith going to be running sideline to sideline like he was running after Alvin Kamara in that game, the way he tracked him down and put that big hit on him? That's hard to duplicate week in and week out. The reason you why I tell though. guys, man, practice on your fundamentals. Mm -hmm. Because those things will come back to you if you feel good, if you don't feel good. So this is a young team, and we've seen this in the league, Mark. You can lean on emotion when you're a young team. You've got more energy. Yes, you can yes. be a little more reckless. Yes. As, you, as you start to become a veteran player, you understand, I must conserve my energy. Now, you as an offensive lineman, offensive linemen think that all the time. Man, all that jumping around, celebrating, they don't do a whole bunch no. of that. It's hard to move all this fat. So that's something I want to watch. In this Eagles game, divisional game, do they come out? And I want it the same intensity. Same intensity. Same energy. Right? Say it. Because I believe with the youth of that team, that can carry them for a couple more weeks. I believe they can duplicate this. I'm excited to see the Cowboys, how they build on that tremendous it, it, win it's, it's last easier. week against it's the Saints. It's easier mm -hmm. to respond to failure than it is to respond to success. Sure. Because yeah. when guys have success, like especially saying. young teams, they're so busy patting themselves on the back that they don't prepare like they prepared for that game in New Orleans or that game uh, at home against New Orleans. So There's a fear component. Right. Like yeah. when you're preparing, you're like, man, I can get embarrassed. The details become right. very, very right. important. And so to and, that, and, to and that. you get that. I mean, you get that with young teams. I mean, you get it with everybody. It's human nature. I think the other thing, um, you know, and I don't give Amari Cooper enough credit, but what they have Ooh. done going out and getting Amari Cooper, at the time it looked like, oh, they gave up a lot for Amari Cooper. What he has done, the component of him being outside, and you have to be accountable for him. What that has done to their running game has also the complementary nature of football. Yes. They've got a guy that strikes a bit of fear into you that, yes. you have to be, that you have to be concerned about. And what that's done to that side of the football field for their running game has been, um, it's been one of those things. I don't know how you calculate that, but it's been a huge step. Well, one, but one thing that... But hey, before he before Chris get on to his point with it, man, I got to say this, man, with the fact that when we elevated our whole entire team by picking up Amari Cooper was everything. The only person that's mad right now, the only team that's mad right now, believe it or not, <laughs> the Raiders. The Raiders are mad because they gave up their first well, we gave up our first round draft pick, right, for for Cooper. 
But right now, in Chicago Bears gave up their first round draft pick for for for, for uh, uh, was it Mac? What have you? Both teams are winning. So the Raiders thought for sure when they got that Mari Cooper deal done on the table, they said we're looking at probably a tenth overall pick, ninth overall pick, and they they was not expecting the Chicago Bears to continue to win. And watch, I'm ahead of everything. The NFL scouts and everybody going to be start talking about this probably around drafting time. They're gonna say, well, hey, the Raiders <laughs> gonna have the 27th or the 28th pick or the 29th pick. Or the 32nd pick from the Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? So it seems right now this is still a good deal because the Raiders not even benefiting off of getting the first round draft pick because I can tell you really, real talk, that there's really about 22 first round draft grades in the first round. All the rest is pretty much a high number two. But let's continue to listen to what they got to say. And especially, I'm telling you, when we, put, when we added Amari Cooper to this team, it helped out everyone. Ezekiel Elliott, he can eat more. Uh, Dak Prescott, although he, he stares down Amari Cooper, he's at least getting the ball out quick when he passes to Amari Cooper. Now, all we have to do now is that when Dak Prescott develop a little bit more, I'm not trying to be a Dak Prescott apologist, we can see a little bit extra <clears throat> out of his playing game to Amari Cooper. And then Gallup's of the world's going to eat. I'm just ready for Tavon Austin to get back out there. Man. It'll be nice. They've done is the defenses are playing the Cowboys very, very similar to when he wasn't there. But what happens is he's making the defense pay because they got so many guys in the box. If he makes one guy miss, and also Dallas has made the adjustment not only at left guard, but putting Michael Gallup on the outside. So him and Amari Cooper, they got more speed on the field. Right. Mm -hmm. Like they can take they more can put shots real at you. They into the defense a little bit. Right. I mean, they became a lot faster football team by making those guys primarily the wide receivers outside. We started the segment talking about the defense. This is a league where we saw qu quarterbacks are playing better. Offenses are putting up far yes. more points. That seems to be the standard, except for the Dallas Cowboys. Is this defense, Nick, good enough to carry the team when their offense is not playing standard I mean, to the it, rest it, of the to, league? To C's point, if they can play at the level they did against New Orleans, absolutely yes. Now mm -hmm. that is incredibly hard to duplicate, right? Like you were talking about the fear of being embarrassed. National television, mm -hmm. playing arguably the best team in football. Here's what I'll say for the Cowboys. They, going into last week's game, you had New Orleans and Philly coming at home. True that. If they could only win one of those games, the far more important game is the one that's coming up. Losing mm -hmm. to Philly will undo everything that happened against New Orleans because yeah. it's a divisional game. It's the team chasing you in the division. They, so it, it can all be undone here in about 96 hours if they can't handle their business against Philly. But if they can, then you're talking about a team that's won five straight. You're talking about a team that knows who it is. They're a defense team with a great running back and, as you were talking about, one very good wide receiver who puts legit fear in opponent and another wide receiver, Michael Gallup, who, guess what? It's week 13. Doesn't look like a rookie as much anymore. Right. It has a better idea of what the NFL speed right. is. And so that that's where it is. They are playing. Them and the Ravens are the two teams in Seattle, I guess, kind of trying to play an older school style of football in 2018. But I know C believes that style is going to become more in vogue as the weather gets colder, even though Dallas is, doesn't have to. All right. So that was the end of that one right there. Appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. Hey. As the weather get colder, right, I was talking about everybody uh, in the beginning of the year when everybody thought that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were going to go like 15-1 and one or 14-2 and two or 13-3, and three, and I said, wait till it get cold. 
Wait till the uh, trials and tribulations start raining down upon them, seeing how they can reflect back on those games then, you see. So the thing is, and then, of course, I think the, the Miami Dolphins started out 3-0. I think that uh, some other team that was, like, just flaming hot. Uh, we see the Chiefs, they're, they're still hot right now, and that's cool. That's cool. I, I like that particular team on the AFC um, although they got some uh, issues of their own uh, as far as defense-wise. But they get Eric Berry back, so hopefully he can step it up. But beyond that, football is about an, an entire year, not just a few games. And what I said always is that you want this team to get hot towards the latter part of the year, and then when you get hot towards the latter part of the year, everything else can start to elevate. We can see this thing. Defense travel. We already know that with the running game, I like the fact that everybody's saying that, okay, we're going to shut down Ezekiel Elliott. So that means the team is always focusing on Ezekiel. And then, uh, of course, of course, Amari Cooper, I showed you guys before on the last film breakdown, the last film sessions, that Amari Cooper, if he break one guy, <laughs> his touchdown, he just needs to break that one guy, that one tackle, and it, can be, and it can be a touchdown. The safety, if he take the wrong angle, it can be a touchdown. Just like Ezekiel Elliott. Can you close your eyes and imagine if we had out there Tavon Austin? It is what it is. So I'm going to just do a quick Q&A for those that's in the chat box. I thank you all for tuning in to the nation. Quest Cowboys, he said, Jason Garrett versus Lombardi Trophy. Make a decision, Jerry Jones. Um, it's going to be hard, man. It's a conundrum. The more games that we win, the more uh, contract, the longer, contra the longer the re-signed contract of Jason Garrett. And I don't even think the way that Jerry Jones think of Jason Garrett, even if, and I'm not going to say it, but even though if we don't make it all the way to the big, big dance, he still may get a uh, quote-unquote, how can I put this, um, extension. You know, so, but it, it's one of those things. The the, uh, the Green Bay Packers coach, uh, I was looking at his coaching uh uh, not his record per se, but he'd been to the playoffs in 12 years. He'd been to the playoff nine times. They, he got fired. Think about that. <laughs> this brother been to the playoffs nine times. I think it's, uh, what's the uh, Green Bay Packers coach name that they fired? I forgot his name, but but he'd been to the playoff nine times. One can argue the fact that, and then he got him a ring, you know, so, I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying we go out there and grab that guy, but, you know, it, it's one of those things where Jerry Jones, if that was to happen here in Dallas, <laughs> he'll build a statue in that coach's name. Uh, when Tavon Austin is coming back, I think Tavon is going to be back the next home game we have. I think that it's going to be like around the Buccaneers time. I think they're going to put him on ice for that. Dak is dangerous once he gets comfortable. This is from Ernest Godfrey. Godfrey. Thank you for tuning in. Sheila Neal, what's good with you? When Tavon Austin is coming back, we hopefully, like I said, around Buccaneers game. Uh, Jamal Anderson, what's good? He says he's already got a score prediction now, 27 to Philadelphia, 24. Mike, yeah, Mike McCarthy, man, appreciate it, man. Damian Rainey, thank you for that. Um, guys, put your score prediction down. My guy Jerry, they already put his down. Uh, well, Jarhead, you know, what's up? What's up? Uh, Belly, what's good? Yeah, thank you for tuning in to the nation. Charles Edwards. Uh, guys, I appreciate each and every last one of you guys for being part of this thing. 
like they said before, uh, hit that like button. Share this content, man. Uh, I will have a midday sports report as well, kind of like sort of in the middle of the middle of the day. So we can talk about the Cowboys uh, information and see what's going on throughout the day. Uh, Ninja Nuts, shout out to you. Amari was definitely worth the first round. Pick. No offensive player that were worth in the next draft. So with that particular uh, notion, yes, you know, anybody that we would were to draft next year, uh, it'd be a hit and a miss. And then we would have been went through the, went through the same entire offense. Like we are going through now, the ups and downs of the offense. Mike Mardo says 31 to 10. That seems about right. You know, I'm not trying to look past the filthy, but uh, I'm saying that if we can hold the saints to 10 points, Come on, defense. Let's let's marry this up and hold this Philadelphia Eagles to 10 points. Uh, Alshon Jeffries doesn't scare me. Uh, number 19 on their team do not scare me. Uh, the only person I, I like the way Josh Adams, the uh, undrafted rookie running back or whatever he is, uh, number 33, he's a big, tall, physical running back. I would love to have him on the Cowboys team as a spell back. <laughs> He, he runs north and south. He got a quick speed on the outside when he when he do get a chance to get out to the outside. And then they got a great combination with uh, Sproles, which uh, I, I really, really always been a, a Sproles fan because he's like five foot six and he's the underdog. And I always liked him, especially when he played for the Chargers. He just so happened to go to the Saints and then he went to the uh, and then he went to the uh, the filthy. Uh, Jeremy Shorter, man, thank you for the donation to help grow the nation, man. Really appreciate it, man. Uh, he says, hey, Law, do you see the defense getting even better once the uh, Irvin comes back after a few games? Yes, yes, yes. And then on top of that, um, growing the nation one time, one day at a time. Yes, yes, I got a special guest. You want to come on in? Let me see if I got enough room for you, man. Let's see if you can fit up, fit up in here. Morning, morning. All right. There's a chair around the back over there if you want to grab that chair. Belly, what's good? He says, growing the nation, one donation at a time. Appreciate you, Belly. Appreciate you, man. We're talking about um, uh, filthy. I call him filthy. Slide on over, man. You, you, we you up in this day. <laughs> we up in this day. We tight in the little booth. But uh, talk to me about your team, man. Talk to me about your team. Well, I'm, we're gonna face your team. Well, Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. I, yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely a Seahawks fan, but uh, I'm out of Dallas Cowboys doing a great job. Uh, you Dallas fans are very supportive of them. And yeah, I'm mighty for that. So, but once again, uh, Seahawks Russell Wilson, watch out for us. Russell Wilson, watch, watch out for him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, <clears throat> with that being said, this is my this is my pops right here. You know, he he raised me and uh, he he taught me a lot about life and generals and things like that. And um, I was talking about the fact that um, that football is about time. It takes time to develop. It takes time for chemistry to build and all this stuff. Tell me about how long it really took for you to really fall in love with these football players. And how how much you really fall in love? How much time it really took for you to fall in love with just the game in general? Well, being a father and the father of four boys at home, you couldn't help but fall in love with sports. <laughs> and Chris or Lawrence, as he was growing up, I used to always call him the John Madden because he was definitely on top of his game. 
I'm talking about 10, 11, 12 years old. Just like he is now, he was that way then. So as a father figure with his son, we got, we had a pattern where we always paid something. And they were so knowledgeable of it that all I had to do was just watch them. And mm-hmm. I would learn from them and not just pick various teams and let them pick their own team. We had Dallas Cowboys, we had Raiders, we had Florida. Each boy had a team. <laughs> so back then, you know, he was just a sports fan. That's our yes, sports indeed. family, you know. And I'm glad to see him do what he's doing now. And it, he has a love, he has a knack of it. You know, it's very natural of him to be doing what he is. Great on stats. Yeah. Names, names, yeah. yeah. It's always been the same, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then they, they don't know the part when I, I cry when we lose. Oh, you know, oh, oh, I, oh, hey, oh, yeah. turn some tables oh, over, yeah. man. Oh yeah, uh-huh. he, he knocks holes in the wall. I mean, <laughs> you know, don't be against him. You know, yeah. you're an enemy of the state. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Kick the dog. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. like, hope, hope Peter don't not listen. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> like yeah. the dude that said on uh, uh, coming to America, it's a damn shame what they did to that dog. You know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, man. Uh, man, it's crazy. Uh, but now I'm in De- Texas, and uh, you know, far, far, far from from Mississippi and from Natchez, Mississippi, and. Um, who you got, man? Forget forget all about that, man. Who you got going into the playoffs, man? <laughs> I like to see the Cowboys going in. Okay, okay. I, I like to see the Cowboys. I like to see the Cowboys going. In. And and I'll leave the other spot open. I'll leave that spot open for a moment. I I haven't came to a conclusion, but I like to see the Cowboys going in. Yes, indeed. I don't, I don't I don't want to see you upset Dallas out here. You know, if they don't go. So you, you might knock the bridge down. <laughs> <laughs> they said, uh, Sheila Neal, she's laughing. I uh, got done for. He said, good job, Papa Law. He says, uh, uh, Hope says, Papa Law, they're giving you smiley faces. Anything that you want to say out to the nation, man, you live like 95 in this thing. And, and uh, we got another donation from, uh, I can't say your name, Herman II. Appreciate you for making the donation to help grow the nation. And also Lance Satchel. Want to see David Belly Irvin injury prone. Irving back. This is the thing with David Irvin. And I'm so upset about David Irvin. You might not know him, but the guy had off the field issues. He wears number 95. He's six foot seven and a half. He's explosive, tall guy. But the problem is with David Irvin, he just don't love football. And, and, and I'm going to tell you something. The guy... Got got stupid talent. Okay. But the problem is he got he got a baby mama issue, and we understand that. And uh, she tried to keep child custody and all this sort of things. I know you probably don't know the full story, but the problem was is that <clears throat> the guy make let's say he already he's already a millionaire, right? Okay. But in Dallas, he had a a, a, a lease or a condo. Man was behind on his condo payment. They had to uh, issue him a, a conviction notice and saying, okay, if you don't pay this by such and such time. And I said, bruh, you make a million dollars a year. I'm just going to say, I don't know his base salary. is a little yeah. bit over a million. And he can't pay a $500. I mean, he can't pay a, um, a $5,000 uh, leasing agreement. So that shows me that the guy failed to have what we call a, um, in this football world, just understanding of, of, of time. 
He doesn't respect time. And and then also now that he's out there on the field, he gets a little nagging injury. Everybody else healing up the healing up themselves to get out there on the field. But guess what? Oh, my 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 injury is too is too it overrides the president of me being back out there on the field. So my thing is it's a waste of time with David Irvin. I love the fact that he can play with his physical talents, but his mental talents doesn't outweigh his physical. So I think the Cowboys should just go ahead and make a move and just go away and be be away be done with him, basically. Because he's just taking up time. He's just taking up space and time for somebody else to shine. Are you asking me to make a statement on that? Come in on that? No, 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 no. I'm just explaining because you, oh, okay. you probably don't know who David <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> a lot of people that don't watch Cowboys uh, pretty much don't know who David Irvin yeah. is, 95. Uh, he, he's a prominent player, but he's not a, a household name on the Cowboys. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, shout out to Todd Jefferson, man. Thank you for tuning in to the nation. Uh, Dat R. Green, two big timers, man. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Uh, let Irvin go. This is from Woody Mack in '73. Yes, yes, yes. It's 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 hard because he got so much talent. You know, it's kind of like having Shaq on your team, and you're saying, you know what, Shaq, you can't make the free throw, and then you also can't pay your rent. You can't do your outside stuff. And you got baby mama issues. How about we just cut you this check and we let you go? It's, it's, Ah, but he's Shaq, though, you know. It's okay. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But it is what it is. Uh, Paul Raw Dog says, facts law. Appreciate it, man. I agree. Irvin is a lost call. This is from Billy Joe. It, it's sad because the fact that we can see the potentials, you know. That's the only thing. Uh, Malik Collins having a better plan with a bad foot. Yeah, for two seasons, this is hope. Yeah, we saw Malik Collins actually break his foot. foot try to hobble and weeble out there, still get two or three sacks. He's doing it for the team, man. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Uh, he's like Rolando McClain. Yes, just doesn't love football enough. That's from uh, Rock and Replanters. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Philly sucks. <laughs> Jason P. Oh, man, yes, Philadelphia. I can't stand him. Bente, that's Bente team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he be out here singing about them, about them Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Old school. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, guys, we're going to wrap this thing up. I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys. This is uh, my pops right here. He raised me. He taught me the rights and wrongs, the good, the bads, and all those good things. And uh, and, I, and I learned a lot from him. You see how he's all prepped up and dressed all nice and everything. Cool with that, huh? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, I got, I got my collar all messed up. I jumped on the show kind of too soon. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all good. It's all good. But uh, but but this man right here is super, super fly, man. Uh, LVE all day. Yes, LVE is going to get him another INT this Sunday. Yes, you can book that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they say the money changed. The money changed a lot of people, man. The money say money make the world go round, but also money answers all things, and it just messes up some things. So that's how it goes, man. Some people, not everybody is, is able to handle those things. So it is what it is, man. Nation, y'all know how this thing go, man. Yes, you guys are listening to the Law Nation Sports Report this early in the morning. Really appreciate each and every last one of you guys as we begin to rock and load and get ready to get on out of here. Don't forget to hit that like button. Share this content. Make sure you tell a friend, a neighbor, a foe that you know about this guy named Law Nation. Your brother from another mother. No other. Don't look like Danny Glover, but I keep it cool with you guys with the Cowboys information. 
hit that share button subscribe i got a podcast that's l-a-w nation join that podcast one way or another let's get this thing going let's get this dub that's been my time that's been your time i really thank you guys for tuning in to the nation and remember you're listening to nothing and i mean absolutely nothing but the best salute i'm out peace or we out (laughs) yeah yes cowboy nation let's get on out of here hit that like button share this content yeah salute you guys are listening